Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy, and with me in the studio for the first time, I've got comedian and actor Khalif Light. How you doing? I'm doing well. How you doing, Donovan? Brother, I was tempted to say white. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's light in the white, man. It, makes, it has a good click to it. The light versus the white. <laughs> <laughs> so you are new. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about who you are in case our listeners don't know? You're an actor. You create your own comedian content. Yeah. Just let our listeners know a little bit about how you got started. Yeah. So um, I've always been the funny guy in school um growing up you know just naturally everybody just said you know what you're just naturally funny like you have this thing about you where you're not feeling like you're trying to tell a joke like just you're just your whole being is is natural with the funniness right and you know like after a while i started to do a little bit of skits um i had a youtube channel um it's called spotlight entertainment and i used to do a lot of skits then i used to get a lot of feedback and it it got to the point where I realized that I was a little bit more funny when, um, say, I'd go out to parties with my friends and stuff. I remember one time I ran into a random person and he came up to me and he's like, do you have like Spotlight Entertainment? Is that your YouTube channel? And I was like, yes, yeah, that's my YouTube channel. He's like, yo, honestly, I think your content's amazing. It's it. And I think that gave me the, the drive to kind of keep going. At first, I was very shy about it. You know, I didn't feel like, you know, it was the right thing for me. But that's that's just kind of who I am. And, and you know, it. It's something that I've always wanted to do. And Spotlight is still around today, right? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. And how do you feel, like, how the growth, the bumps and the bruises? you want to talk about that? Because it didn't start off easy. Oh, yes. It de- definitely didn't start off easy. Um, You know, it's you, you kind of get risky with the jokes. It's... It's one of those things where you have to kind of take risks. So I find that, like, you know, certain jokes, you know, some people can relate to. Certain jokes, another crowd can relate to. And then you just get to a point where you realize, okay, well, this is the joke that, you know, meshes everybody together. And, you know, it's getting the most out of everybody, right? (laughs) So, um... Uh, the bumps and bruises for that was obviously the Bell's palsy that I was talking about. Yes. Did you want to share that kind of pushed you as well to get into comedy as well, too? Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I have um, a condition called Bell's palsy. It's a neurological condition um, that affects one side of your face. It made me a little bit self-conscious to be in front of crowds and just... To, to do my comedy content because I felt like, you know, my facial structure was different. I couldn't smile the same. You know, I'd get certain reactions. You know, I was just very, you know, self-conscious about a lot of things. But uh, what pushed me to do it still that I had that was, you know, it, you know, it gave me my little signature at the end of the day. Right. You know, I had that little crooked smile and people at the end of the day said, hey, like, you know, this is this is you, you know, don't don't shy away from the fact that, you know, you have a crooked smile and, and you know, your smile has changed and all that. Keep going. And, you know, certain um, comedy skits that I would do, you know, it bring out the a little bit of specialness in it, you know, the crooked smile and stuff. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool, you know. But I'm glad you did not let it stop you. I couldn't. It it almost did. You know, I got to a point where even when I was doing the YouTube channel and I was doing my content, I stopped for a while. And, you know, I just said, you know what, I don't want to do this no more. I had conversations even with my mom Mm -hmm. and I had conversations even with my brothers and stuff and just saying, hey, like, you know, I just don't feel the same. You know, I just don't feel like I want to put myself out there no more. I feel very very vulnerable. 
mm-hmm. you know, to that. So now being a comedian, right? Brother, <laughs> you and I were talking. Yes. Are we reaching a stage where we can't even joke no more? <laughs> you know? Am I allowed to say anything? Am I allowed to talk politics? <laughs> Am I allowed to have a hey girl moment? Am I allowed to, you know, say, you know, I don't know. Am I allowed to have any of these moments where, you know, where stuff is really funny? Am I allowed yeah. to poke fun at Will Smith? <laughs> um, I think it's it's one of those things. It, it, it's very, you got to take risks, you know, as a comedian. And obviously, you know, we live in a society now where, you know, there's a lot of, okay, racial jokes that are being made. There's a lot of, okay, you know, he's transgender. He's this. He likes guys. She likes girls, you know, and we got to be sensitive to that stuff, you know, even though like, you know, these people might be in that type of, mm-hmm. you know, environment. But um, it, it, it's, it's the risks. It's the risk taking. And I think you can get away with it, but it depends on what crowd you go into. You don't want to jump into a crowd, mm-hmm. you know, talking about, you know, re- racial things, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you have a whole crowd of people talking about, hey, well, he's very, very racial and, you know. Yeah. So, for example, you don't want to be a white man around 96 <laughs> black men and you're joking or telling these black jokes and you're not relatable because you, they will boo you off that stage so quick. <laughs> exactly. You know, mm-hmm. you just got to be willing to take the backlash. But, hey, if you're willing to take that risk, risk and take the backlash with it hey by all means go for it but do you think we what do you call it do you think canceling works these days for comedians and people cancel khalif cancel donovan um i don't know because you know it's hard to say to cancel us because you know nowadays you 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 watch tv all the time and you watch shows like family guy and the simpsons and hey, shoot, they go overboard, right? <laughs> they're they talk, worse. They're, they're exactly, they're right? They're worse. I'm surprised they haven't even, some of the stuff they say, they should be canceled. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when you see stuff like that, it, it, it kind of puts it in your mind like, okay, well, maybe, why can I get away with this? You know what I mean? They're getting away with it on live TV. And this show has been running for, for, for how many years now? And it's like, that's that's the risk part for me. You know what I mean? If that's allowed, then it's like, Mm-hmm. Why Why can't I take the risk? But at the same time, you know, y- you want to be sensitive to certain people because certain people, you know. They, yes. You know. And, and listeners, what I mean by that is we still have to be sensitive. But I would like to make a joke, you know, a, lo- a joke. I mean, not to point fun at any community or people. <laughs> but if I say, hey, girl. Can I say that? You should be able to say it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, your job title is a comedian. And and once people know, understand that you're a comedian and it's just you're just making fun or you're just poking jokes mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with, you know, taking it personal or, you know what I mean, tacking that person right away. It's just a joke that I've made. Then, you know, I feel like it becomes a little bit easier to understand. But, like, when people take it to another extreme about it, it's like... Right, right, yeah. right. So, you do poke fun at yourself, though. How, I do. How fun is that to poke fun at yourself? That takes bravery and guts. <laughs> it, it took a while. It took a while to poke fun at myself. Oh, man, I started to call myself Forrest Whitaker at one point. <laughs> <laughs> because at one point, you know what I mean. Obviously, one eye is not, you know, going up higher than the other eye. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm the new Forrest Whitaker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I made um I, I made a joke about it um in one of my Instagram uh, videos where I was like, yeah, Forrest Whitaker. I did like a Forrest Whitaker scene, but like I did the expressions of how he would have done it, you know. And a lot of people kind of laughed at it and and all that. But uh, you know what? I, I I guess when you get to a point where you're just comfortable and you know that it it's just it's part of you you just you don't it doesn't bother you so much you know what i mean right 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 so what is your favorite content let's say i'm a person that just wants to laugh which video should i look at oh my gosh there's so many um jeez i i i used to watch this um one youtube group called dormtainment uh they were very very hilarious hilarious man they were like a, t- a group of Toronto guys and you know they would just relate about stuff that you know we would do you know when we we're in high school or you know how would we react to certain situations I would say dormtainment for y'all entertainment is another one that I enjoy too um I've actually met those two before is Trey and uh, Jay Richards and I thought they you know they're very clever the way they move you know in terms of you know setting up and you know the jokes and mm-hmm. it's very very funny because they do it in a way they do it in a third person type way right yeah so, right. yeah. And then your videos, right? Which one's your favorite videos for yours? Let's say, because on your IG, you do, what do you call it? You make people laugh. <laughs> you know, I just I just embrace the fact that, you know what I mean? I'm just the, the, the comedy guy now. You know what I mean? It's to the point where even when I'm with my friends and stuff, they're just... They just laugh the first time they see me. They're like, oh, my God. They're like, okay, Cleve's here. You know, we're about, we're about to start with the jokes. Um, but my one of my favorite videos was I did a video with, say, for example, um, it's a 1970, you know what I mean? We're, you know, doing a, a video, like, you know, a recording and all that. And I had the mic right here. And I had um, a very vibrant, um, flashy jacket. Oh. But... It was to the point where, you know, um, nowadays, you know, you have the beat machines where, you know, you have to just type in all that. You can restart the video right, right away. Right. So it was one of those things where he was like, use cueing the drums and then use cueing this. And I was getting ready to say it wasn't matter. And then he stops me and he's like, no, no, no. We still got to get the, the drums in and all that. And I, I kind of enjoyed that video, too. All right. And you know which one was my favorite one when you were coming out like. It was, and listeners, I'm not looking forward to the summer at all. Gosh, I can't take the heat anymore. So your shirt was like covered in the heat, and that was like water. And I imagine that could have even made a drink of, you know, water. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's so funny. What inspired me about that video is just my background. Mm -hmm. Being Caribbean, being African, we didn't grow up with AC. You know what I mean? So when it got hot, it got hot. It's either you open up the window, you have a fan, and the fan's really just blowing the the, the hot air around, right? Mm -hmm. And even when you're living in them (laughs) government buildings back in the days, growing up, 80s kids and early 90s kids, you, what do you call They didn't have no AC in those units. So it was hot. (laughs) It was dripping hot. And I I just thought about it because I had a lot of nights where, you know, I was living with my grandma at the time, and oh my grandma didn't believe in ac she didn't even believe in fans like i had to go buy my own fan oh my god so i'm in the bed you know clothes off you know what i mean it's scorching hot outside 
And the first thing I thought about was just the sweat, and and that that's what inspired that video. Oh, and that was funny because I could totally relate to that. <laughs> now, talk to us because you do go to acting school as well too. Do yes. you want to talk about that? Yes. Yeah, so, um, I'm currently um doing an acting course at Armstrong's Acting Studio. I'm doing introduction to acting. That's more of the serious principal roles. Um, I also go to Second City. That's more of the comedic roles that I do just improv and just getting myself in a mode like in a mode where I can you know what I mean think off the top of my feet you know what I mean okay well okay I gotta tell this joke I gotta tell that joke I gotta be good with it because um I eventually want to start doing stand-up comedy um I've had a lot of notes in my phone where I want to do a lot of stand-up sets um I've actually talked to a few people that um own their own private um comedy clubs and they said hey you know what I mean when eventually you have a set you know we'll get you in here and we'll you know work something out with you but uh yeah i want to get into more of the comedy role but yeah i do second city and i wear uh, armstrong's acting studio also mm-hmm. and what's one thing you've learned in armstrong's <laughs> acting studio that you can pass on to future upcoming actors if they decide to go to acting school or if they decide they want to go into this yes the only thing i could say is yeah the versatility you know i remember um they they challenge you they challenge you a lot so say for example you know they'll have a script and they'll tell you okay do this role you know what i mean feeling this emotion then you do it and then after they'll switch it up and they'll say okay well do the same role but feeling angry so it's just more of don't read a script thinking okay there's only one emotion to do it but read it in a way that you can do it in any type of emotion that you can you know think of you know what i mean you could look at a script and say okay well hey it looks like, okay, he's angry the whole time. But at the same time, you can make it a happy thing, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what I learned about it is just reading and being creative with scripts. Mm-hmm. Now, what about line memorization? Do you have difficulty memorizing your lines at Ooh. times? Ooh, um, Yes, I do. I do. You know what? I do in a way that it's like piece by piece. And um, so I'll say, for example, I'll read a sentence. I'll read it over a few times. And then after, I will close my script and then I will read that sentence out in different emotions and then after I read the next sentence in different emotions and I feel like when I do it in different emotions it makes me remember it better you know Mm -hmm. what I mean rather than just reading it Mm-hmm. Because I find when you read it and then after you're in front of people and you're reading the, the you know what I mean, with your lines and stuff, the emotions don't come out. And then all of a sudden the words just fly out. Right. Right. But I find when you do it in different types of emotions, it's just like, wow, OK, you know, the words just stick. It's weird. It sticks, right? Yeah. All right. So do you think mentorship is key, too, for you becoming an actor or a comedian to be mentored by somebody? Yeah, it definitely is, you know, because you want to keep yourself polished. You want to keep yourself, you know, up to date. You want somebody to challenge you. You want somebody to, like, not really sometimes tell you everything positive that you want to hear. You know what I mean? But give you, like, push you, push you further you know what I mean? Kind of make you expand a little bit where you, you know what I mean? You try new things. You're not just stuck in this one box. But a mentorship is actually a, a great part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just even with friends. You know what I mean? I found um, when I started to get more into the acting that I started hanging around more acting friends. So, you know, say, for example, I would have an audition or, or whatever. Um, I would call them up and say, hey, you know, 
can you read my lines for me? Can you come over? You know, I just needed a couple lines that need to be read. And then after I would finish the lines, I would, you know, question them and say, hey, you know, like, is there any other way that I could do this? You know, is there any better way that I could do this? And, you know, they're always honest with me. You know, they keep it real. They say, hey, you know what? Maybe try this. Maybe try that. So just surround yourself with people in that field, you know? Right, right, right. Now, the short movie you did, did you want to talk about that? Because I know you wanted to talk about that. Yes. So, um, yeah, before I got Bell's Paul, um, I did a short film called Brotherhood. Um, it was done by Ryerson students. It actually made a Toronto inter- um, it made a film festival online um, and it won an award. It was based on basically two students that would you know go to school. They didn't take uh, high school serious. you know they would drink, you know, just joke around all that. and then um, they eventually ran into this girl where you know she was very serious about life and she was very serious about counseling and just you know bettering herself. and it got to the point where we all became friends and you know the snowball effect happened and one friend was you know leaning towards the girl a little more Mm -hmm. and then the other friend kind of seen that and said okay let me lean towards it and then that's when the clash happened between the two friends and then we got into a fight um eventually you know i figured that you know he wasn't good for me and i i left and he was you know on a point where okay i lost all my friends i lost everything and he started spiraling out of control and me and the girl you know ended up becoming friends at the end of it all and Mm. And you're the winner, right? I'm the. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to win it. I had to. I had to try. You know. And your character's name. What's your character's name? Marcus. Marcus. Okay. And they can they see that on your YouTube page? Yes. Um, I have it on my Vine, uh, Vineo too. Okay. Um, yes, it's called Brotherhood. So if you type it on Vineo or if you go on YouTube, if you type in Brotherhood, you will see it. And it's got a couple views. It's you know made the film festival. Um, uh, but you know I'm trying to go from there. I find. It was, you know, one of those things that kind of uplifted me a little bit too, because it did it did pretty well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So the future, we've got a lot of plans in the future. Oh, for sure. Um, for the future, I am more looking to build more of a fan base. Um, in terms of Instagram, whether it be TikTok, I want to be known as a guy that is doing comedic acting, and you know, that is in that field. Um, I definitely eventually want to get into the stand-up and um, eventually want to get into more, you know, acting. Mm-hmm. So with that said, it's just, you know, just being in that that, that 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 limelight, connect with people that are doing the comedic acting, but just set myself as that. Yeah, Khalif is the comedian. All right. So your your dream comedy role, what would it be? Comedy's hard. You know that, eh, brother? It is very hard. Okay. <laughs> but you can do it. I'm just encouraging you that you can do it. But if you had a dream sitcom to be on, which one would it be? Oh. <sighs> Oh, man. Jeez. I don't even know. There's so many. I would love to work with even Kevin. If I could work with Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. if I could work with Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. if I could just be in the room with those guys. Wow. Just some icons. Yes. Just for a day. Right. I, I want to be in a sitcom with all of them and we just create like just this crazy you know what I mean? Funny. It's something that we can relate to. You know what I mean? But I just want to get to a point where I just pick their brains. Mm. I want to get into that type of room. 
Okay. Yeah. And you know what? I see you guest starring in maybe a Welcome to the Neighborhood with Cedric the Entertainer. Yes, yes. <laughs> you see, like that's another one too. Cedric the Entertainer, you know, there, there, there's so many greats, you know, and they all have their own different types of styles. <laughs> so it, 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 I would just love to be in the, that presence. Mm-hmm. So uh, the uh, sitcom, would you say number one would be Welcome to the Neighborhood? Or? Welcome to the Neighborhood. All right. Or Bob and Abby Shola. <laughs> Too. Get, that's another one because you got half African Indian. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, put a little bit of the roots out there because you know I feel like yeah we have the Caribbean jokes, but it'd be nice to kind of put a sitcom where you know where there's some African jokes and you know kind of introduce the world to yo this is this is the African way of the, you know what I mean joking around and stuff. I feel like that'd be kind of fun. Add the accent to it and yeah, but with only with Bob and Abby Shola though that that's based on the Nigerian side of the. But is it similar to what he goes? Is it similar? A oh, little? It's, Not it's, to throw out your background <laughs> there, but you can let the listeners know. <laughs> it's it, it's pretty similar, and except the you know the competition with the jollof rice, that 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 thing that's the <laughs> 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 that's the only difference. <laughs> All right. It's only all right. competition. All right. And you know, one more sitcom I can see you guest starring in, maybe a young Sheldon. I would do I would do something like that too. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. would, yeah. you know, my life, you know, before it all happened, you know, I had, you know, I was, I was kind of the, the curious, you know what I mean? Outgoing type, type of kid, not your usual kid growing up in Scarborough, you know? We can say young Khalif. Young Khalif, yeah. <laughs> young Khalifa too, if you want to, you know? <laughs> all right. So what's your message? What do you want to tell your fans that have been walking this journey with you? What do you want to tell them? Um, I just want to tell you guys, you know, I, I, I appreciate you guys for believing me, the ones that actually watch my content and, you know, the fan base that I have right now. I appreciate you guys for supporting me. I hope that you guys continue to support me. Um, I wish to get to a level where I, you know, I could be, you know, make more people smile. More of the fact that I do content creating uh, for comedies because I, you know, like I grew up around a household that, you know what I mean? It's kind of negative and all that. So I kind of always used to just make jokes and all that to just kind of make people smile. That's that kind of that's the joy in it for me. I just like to make people smile. So if I can continue to make people smile, if I continue to make you smile, then you've made my day. Mm -hmm. And your message, what do you want to tell future upcoming actors and actresses, again, that want to get into this badly? I would say just believe in yourself. Trust yourself. Tell yourself that you're enough. You know, um, it, it, it's very easy that you can get to a point where you tell yourself, okay, you know what, I'm not enough. I'm not doing too much. And it's it, it's so easy to give up, right? Because you don't know who's going to say what. You don't know who's going to gravitate towards you. But my message is just keep going and tell yourself that you're enough take the risk you know what i mean because if you don't take the risk then you know the, the the regret of you not doing it it hurts more than you not even taking the risk you know what i mean at least if you take the risk and you say okay well you know it didn't work out you did it but if the, just the thought and then you didn't do it, it mm -hmm. you know you're right. just left with regret Right. Right. We don't want to be left with regret in 2023 or No, four. no, no. <laughs> we definitely don't. Not you either. <laughs> we don't want to. We're, we moved on. We moved past that. We're, we want to elevate and, you know, evolve, right? Exactly. We don't want to devolve. No way. No, you don't want to go backwards. I can't go backwards. Right? No, so you if, can't. I mean, if I could, you know, fix the smile again. No, 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 no. Well, that's yeah. not. We don't want to go back to toxic people. Unless yeah. those toxic people can 
and bring us to another level where they've changed, right? Exactly. Right. You know, and I'm sure, you know, Donovan, you know, you've had your fair share of talks to people and you're like, I could only imagine. write a sermon on that. Oh, Jesus Christ. He said, Jesus Christ. See? Hallelujah. Praise God. (laughs) (laughs) Did you want to throw out your social media platforms just in case there are people that want to check out your content? Yeah, so for sure. Um, So you guys can follow me on Instagram at Khalifa Suave. Um, That is K-H-A-L-I-F-A S-U-A-V-E. My handle is the same on Twitter and on YouTube is Spotlight Entertainment so Spot L-Y-T-E and then Entertainment and that's where you can find all my content and basically stay tuned man because I'm I'm, I'm trying to come with some some hot stuff alright any final things you would like to tell us um, I would just like to thank you for the opportunity, you know, like I'm not usually good with the public speaking, you know, just, you know, being in the, in the booth and, and, and talking and sharing my thoughts. I usually keep it to myself, but, um, it was nice that you, know, you invited me out and I, I appreciate you for just even just listening, you know, to my story and just, you know, the journey. I appreciate you, man. And we, the listeners, and I appreciate you too. And we're going to continue to follow you in this journey. So you're not alone, brother, okay? And keep smiling for us. Thank you. Thank you, Donovan. I appreciate you, brother. All right. For CJRU 1280 AM, I'd like to thank comedian and actor. You can throw out your name again. Khalif Light. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.